Chapter 66 Once again, Jennifer suddenly found herself lying on the platform of the carousel. The fetus creature still holding his post as he rested on her chest, peering down at her through the thin slits of his irises. The horses that had once adorned the ride in eerie fashion were gone. Nothing remained except the platform and the roof that seemed to press ever closer down upon Jennifer. Looking off in the distance, she could see the bonfire and hear the cackling laughter of Nicholas as he tormented Father Anthony. The carousel spun faster than before, and her sense of direction was swiftly becoming tainted. The roof above the platform was alive with swirling colors and mist that occasionally took shape in the form of moving images, and then returned to swirl in a twisting blend of hues. Jennifer watched the images playing out above her as if they were being projected against a movie screen. She could see the image of her bare legs spread out before her, her feet resting in stirrups as a pair of hands pulled her baby from her womb. Arlen nestled quietly in the hands as he was lifted up into view. The umbilical cord stretched skyward, still attached within her uterus. Jennifer felt a sharp pain deep within her abdomen as the cord strained to hold on to the child that was being taken from her. The image then spun until she could no longer discern its contents, swirling faster and sweeping forth a thick mist. The colors twisted, slowly taking shape in the form of Father Anthony's face. His skin was flushed with beads of perspiration seeping from his pores. His expression was that of distress as he spoke in his native tongue. I beheld an ultra bestia. She is a insula terra. It have avuto du corne come un agnello ed è parlato come drago. And as quickly as it appeared, the face twirled away in a stream of flowing color. The next display was the edge of a river, the waves of which rose in choppy peaks of gray. Jennifer could sense herself standing along the shore as she watched Arlen desperately attempting to row a small vessel across the dangerous water. On the opposite bank, Sean sat comfortably upon a tall metal stool with a matching table before him, serenely sipping on a cup of tea. The image shifted and reformed into Jennifer's legs as she rested upon the delivery table. The pain in her abdomen returned as the serpentine fetus clawed its way through her stomach, shrieking loudly as it tore her skin. The swirling colors returned and the pain subsided as the image of Father Anthony's face took shape above her. The distress upon his face had now intensified with blisters rising on his skin until they burst with seeping fluid. His voice rose as he shouted in English, And I beheld another beast, coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke as a dragon. Another swirl led to the image of her mother stretched out across the bed, blood flowing from the wide gashes in her wrists. Her mother's head lifted with a wide-eyed, eerie stare. You have your precious daughter, and I will have Nicholas. The words were cast from her mouth in Jennifer's voice. The image suddenly disappeared and the swirling colors faded to black. All that remained of the display was a prevailing mist. Slowly another image appeared out of the darkness, an angel with three sets of wings that Jennifer recognized to be a seraph. The seraph covered its face with one set of wings and its feet with another. The final set spread wide from its body. Slowly it separated the wings that covered its face, unveiling the likeness of the elderly woman from Jennifer's nightmare. The same woman who had haunted her dream, shouting at her to get rid of the copper sphere before Nicholas awoke her. The seraph held out its hand to reveal a white rose clutched within its palm. It tossed the rose which fell from the roof and landed upon Jennifer's chest behind the serpentine creature who had been obliviously keeping his guard. The image disappeared and the spin of the platform slowed to a crawl. Within her mind, Jennifer turned to Carol. Carol, you have to help us. You're our only hope. Carol quivered and buried her head between her knees. Outside Jennifer's mind, Nicholas was putting the final touches on his catch. You tried to bury me beneath the word of God, he spat at Father Anthony. Now, I'll return the favor. 
Lusting for your brother's wife is pretty serious. I think you need some more Bible study, Nicholas jibed. Let me help you. Thousands of Bibles rained down from above, piling on top of Father Anthony until his body could no longer be seen. Carol, please, you have to act now while he's still distracted. That fetus out there is not your baby. Carol's head rose slightly at the words. Your baby is still inside you, nursing on the goodness of your soul. It will always be there for you. That thing out there, that's the anger and guilt that you're carrying, but it's not your child. Your anger and guilt will trap you here. Get rid of it. I promise you, God has already forgiven you. All you have to do is forgive yourself. You're not alone in that abortion. Nicholas betrayed you. The man who performed the abortion betrayed you. But Carol, the story of your tragedy helped to dissuade many women from making the same mistake you did. In some small way, you actually saved the lives of many children. Now it's time to stand up against the man who drew a young teen into a horrible mistake. For God's sake, help us, Carol. Jennifer could feel Carol's movement as she rolled from her nestling. She could feel Carol's presence slowly pulling free until at last she could no longer feel her. Above Jennifer, the serpentine fetus glared down upon her, its tongue lashing out occasionally, rolling over lidless eyes. It never realized that Carol stood above him until it was too late. Carol snatched the creature up in her hands. The creature shrieked in a pitch that would rupture the average eardrum. It clawed at Carol's hands, trying to get a grip on her, but its attempt was fruitless as she leapt down from the carousel and raced to the bonfire. She held the fetus high above her head and hurled him into the raging fire. The creature hit the flames in a bright spray of sparks. It screamed and thrashed about wildly as its flesh burned from its torso. Nicholas spun in time to see Carol's jaunt across the mud in his direction. She slammed into him head-on, driving his feet back in the soft soil toward the rising flames. The flames lashed out, igniting loose threads from the black cotton of his garments. You killed my little boy! Nicholas caught his footing and began driving her back. The flames leapt high behind them, licking the air and longing for fuel. Nicholas felt the heat of the flames ease as he pushed back Carol's advance. You're gonna pay for this, you little bitch! Carol's feet slipped backwards despite exerting the entire force of her small frame. Jennifer rolled off the carousel and tried to struggle to her feet, but her limbs were heavy and void of strength. She dropped to her knees, sinking deep into the cold earth. She could only watch helplessly as Nicholas gained the upper hand.